Of course, uh, Sidewalk Labs yesterday, they are the urban innovation company of uh, Alphabet, and they're associated with Google, released a uh, over 1,500-page report detailing plans to develop part of Toronto as a so-called model neighborhood for the digital age. But with these plans come a lot of concerns about uh, privacy. Uh, one of those people that got a major concern when it comes to privacy is Charlie Angus, MP for uh, the NDP. And he joins us to discuss Sidewalk Labs plans further here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Angus, good afternoon. Appreciate the time. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Well, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. And just uh, first off, uh, can you just sort of detail for us uh, some of your concerns when it comes to Google and Sidewalk Labs and their plans for us here in Toronto and down on the waterfront? Well, Google has been looking for some time for an urban space to build out the kind of infrastructure that they see as the future to their business model. And their business model has become surveillance capitalism. They make their money by knowing every single thing we do, every uh, keyboard click we've ever made, every place we shop, you know, everywhere our phone is in our pocket, where it puts us on locators. Uh, The whole Google Maps project, which seems so cool and easy to use at, at the time, has really built this grid of surveillance capitalism, so they monetize every single thing we do. So they've been looking for a place to start to build that into the, to, a, to a city infrastructure. So from the get-go, given the size of Google, given many of the concerns about privacy, that to me raises questions. But I think on this one, we need to be looking at how is it possible that we turned over what will become the most prime real estate land in North America basically to uh, on, a, on a quick handshake, a really short RFP deal that puts Google in the driver's seat of developing urban space. Well, you're sort of hitting on, sorry to interrupt, but something I uh, really wanted to drill down on, and that is, do you think that Toronto and uh, Canada, did we give up uh, too much for Google uh, to come to the city headquarters here and, and do business? Well, uh, this goes back to... Prime Minister Trudeau going to Davos in 2015, he was totally enamored with, you know, Facebook, Google, Amazon, the big giant dataopolis. And in that way, the government is very much like the cool kids of 2009. The idea of Google coming and trying out all their new technologies, Trudeau thought this was a great idea. So the waterfront was, there were a number of plans that could have been put in place for the waterfront. The Fed really backed the Google deal. But here's the thing. We were told it was going to be 12 acres. It was going to be this you know, cool little innovation experiment. But from the get-go, questions are being raised. Well, is it the 12 acres or is it the whole deal? And now we see it really is the whole waterfront, which is going to be probably the most expensive real estate in no time. And Google is now presenting themselves basically as the real estate developer for these urban lands. How did that happen? I, I just, I'm just really surprised that they got in the front door this easily and now they're the proponent driving the agenda. I say back up. It's about public space. It should have public input. And there are many ways we could develop the waterfront that I think would be as exciting and probably uh, less concerning than Google. Yeah, is it too late to, to back up? Is this feta complete? Well, it is certainly uh, within the rights of the citizens of Toronto to decide what they're going to do with this land. And again, people from all over the world would want to come and work with the city. These are going to be extremely profitable lands. The question with Google is, 
in terms of their power of establishing this sort of surveillance capitalism model, we've done hearings with international experts uh, on the threats that are posed to democracy, on citizen rights, on the economy. And I've been really surprised time and time again, uh, these international experts have said, Sidewalk Labs is a testing ground. This is where they're going to really rapidly expand this kind of surveillance technology. So when Google tells us we're going to be bumping into sensors everywhere, but don't worry about it, we'll have a plan. I don't have any reason to trust Google. I don't think the public should trust Google on this. So what are we talking about in terms of taking public and private space on some of the richest, what will be some of the richest real estate in North America and letting a company turn it into a company town. That's what it is. Welcome to Google. I think we could do better. Joined on the phone by Charlie Angus, MP uh, for the NDP. And uh, Mr. Angus, I wanted to get you on because I was doing some uh, reading about this uh, last night and uh, you were quoted and uh, this quote really struck me. You described yourself as a quote, recovering digital utopian. Can you explain that for us? Well, certainly. I mean, I thought the Google model back in 2006, 2007 was really exciting. I was really concerned that governments would, you know, quote, regulate the open Internet, that we needed to allow for innovation, new ideas, things that would really break up the traditional way of doing things. And uh, at the time, Google really represented this kind of almost like an altruistic Silicon Valley image. But I think in 2019, we're living in a really different world. The data power of Google, Amazon, Facebook are unprecedented. We've seen Facebook basically thumb their nose at you know domestic laws and jurisdictions around the world. The power of Google and these companies has really had a a drag down effect on innovation. You can talk to Canadian innovators about it. These companies are so massively powerful. So I am a lot less of a digital utopian than I used to be. So when we're talking about wiring up urban spaces with a company that is the inventor of surveillance capitalism, I say, whoa, people, let's think about this. We are citizens. These are our public and private spaces. Does every single thing we do, every place we shop, everywhere we walk have to be monitored by a company that's looking to then follow up and hit us up later for, for sales? I think we can do better. Yeah. When did things change for you? Uh, was there a moment? Uh, was it the Cambridge Analytica scandal involving uh, Facebook? Was there a, a certain event or moment where a light bulb went off and you thought, uh, well, this isn't all that it's uh, cracked up to be? Well, certainly we've seen a number of changes with Google in recent years working uh, with the Pentagon on facial recognition and drone technology. And we've seen within these companies starting to change the cultural course of where they had really seen as been, you know, altruistic, trying to build a, a world where everybody was wired together and talking together. Um, Certainly the Cambridge Analytica scandal where over 80 million people's information was taken. Uh, that information built profiles to allow some very nasty data mercenaries to micro-target voters that have upended elections around the world. And we've seen out of these companies a real lack of responsibility for the effects they've been having. I mean, in the case of Facebook, they've, re they've also been identified with mass killings. The, the, the ability to misuse this plat these platforms, misuse this data, has significant consequences. So uh, Cambridge Analytica, I think, shook up a lot of people who were really keen on the tech sector before. 
But then we have to start asking ourselves, we have really great tech innovators in Canada. We're doing really great things in Waterloo, in Toronto, in Montreal. We need to be talking about where we're going with artificial intelligence, facial recognition technologies, what rights citizens have. These are really important questions, and I think Canada could be in the lead on this. That's why I question why we're going to, you know, turn over our downtown to basically a company town of Google. What's next? The next neighborhood will be run by Amazon and the next neighborhood by Facebook. How about we create our own communities and decide what we want for smart, what we want for innovation, what we want for public, and what we want for private. We still have those rights. We're citizens. We can still do this. And just finally, Mr. Angus, what would you say to those that are listening, that have been uh, watching maybe uh, just, you know, on a cursory uh, level of what Google and Sidewalk Labs is uh, proposing, and they say that, uh, listen, this is the future. There's no denying it, and we might as well just uh, get on board. Well, you know, I think people are a lot more wary now about the power of these companies than they were even three years ago. I mean, a few years ago, we were being told, hey, privacy, that's so 2001. We're done with that. You don't need privacy anymore. But I think people are, are worried. They see their kids on the phones all the time. They know I'm, I'm an addict on digital platforms, and they can do great things. We can really do good things with them. But we have to be able to reassert some control because they are so strong. Um, and I think this idea that, well, think of all the benefits we'll get because Google has deep pockets. Like, again, we're talking about what will be some of the richest real estate in North America. We and put that on the table and say to many partners, how do you envision uh, uh, development of the waterfront that will benefit the citizens of Toronto and not just benefit Silicon Valley? And that's, I think, where the conversation is going to go on this file. All right. The NDP's Charlie Angus with us this afternoon. Charlie, appreciate the time and a great conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Thank you.